Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the uh, program. We're glad you're here. Our spotlight sponsor is uh, Rough Greens. When you discover something that really works, you want to tell everybody um, about it because it solved a big problem in your life. That's kind of the way I was. Uh, The big problem in my life was, oh, no, wouldn't eat. Never would he eat. And we go to the uh, we go to the vet and the vet would say, well, you know, you got to you got to make him eat. You got to really we're trying, doc. We're trying. Uh, and we could never get him to gain weight. We wanted to solve that problem. Rough greens you is an additive you put on the food, whatever food you're feeding him. Put it on vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and I swear it has dog crack in it because Uno loves it. And every dog that I know that is on Rough Greens, the owners say exactly the same thing. How dare you say owner? Oh my gosh, is that slavery of dogs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Now listen, if you'd like to uh, feed your slave dog uh, something really good, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. You'll get your free bag. Um, it's a trial bag. You'll get it free. Just pay for shipping at roughgreens.com slash Beck or 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Do it now. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Monday, and I'm going to go over a couple of things. First of all, the conspiracy theory that Twitter is actually working with Democrats and those on the left to silence the right. What a conspiracy. Oh, no. Wait, that's true? Yes, now verified. All right, so we'll move on to the other conspiracy theory that the ESG thing is going to come and affect you and in some of your investments and you won't even know about. Well, that's been verified with a new labor Department of Labor rule. All right. Well, the conspiracy theory that there's going to be, you know, some sort of digital currency from the central bank. Wait, the Fed coin is... All right. Okay. Well, at least they haven't proven that (laughs) conspiracy theorists say the World Economic Forum is going to put farmers out of business. What? The Netherlands? 
All right, well, I have nothing left but to talk to Carol Roth, who's going to give you the info on all of those in 60 seconds. All right, you twisted freak. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. Doug wrote in. He said, I've gotten to the point where I could no longer walk, let alone hike more than a mile without sitting down. Jeez, Doug, that's pretty good. I could... I, I'm getting to the point where I can barely walk to the refrigerator with having without having to sit down. Anyway, he said, so after I started taking Relief Factor, I've been able to hike normally with no problems at all. You know what hiking is? Walking. Except it's walking up a mountain where nobody put a trail because nobody ever wants to walk there. Oh my gosh. Hiking. Anyway, pain is completely gone, he says. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. Oh, what am I, chopped liver here, Doug? Go to Relief Factor and find your relief now. ReliefFactor.com. Get a trial pack. Three-week. Three-week quick start. Just try it. ReliefFactor.com. 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Carol Roth, how are you? Glenn, you're sounding very feisty for a Monday morning. I, I'm not I, sure I can handle all of this. <laughs> we're coming off the weekend here. <laughs> I have to tell you, I, I can't take the mainstream media and half of the country that is like, that's a conspiracy theory. What, that you're stupid? That you don't pay attention? That you can't read? What is the conspiracy theory at this point? Because all of the things that people like you, people like me, we have been talking about now for years are just being verified one right after the other. Yeah, I think a definition of a conspiracy theory at this point is something that the media will report on three years later after we all knew that it happened. Exactly right. Exactly right. There's a difference between conspiracy theories and conspiracy facts. Uh, so let's let's talk about the um, the facts. Let's start with the CBDC, the central bank digital currency. Yes, this is OK. First of all, CBDC is not a bar in New York City. So this is this is actually <laughs> something different, <laughs> right. but it but it is tied into the monetary system. And basically, this is something that more than 100 countries around the world who are losing control of their fiat currencies because of their government overspending and because of their central bank printing, they're trying to come up with a new scheme to be able to maintain that power and control. So the idea of a central bank digital currency is to confuse you. People are interested in cryptocurrencies because they're decentralized and because they don't have that centralized power. And so they're trying to glom onto that interest and say, oh, yeah, we're just like that, except they're exactly the opposite. They are completely centralized and they give entire control to the central bank. So imagine today, you know, the, the Treasury p prints up a Federal Reserve note, we call it a dollar, right? And imagine that dollar had a chip in it. And so when you went to go pay with your dollar, the Fed was tracking you, the government was tracking you and saying, nah, you know what, Glenn, you've had too many burgers this month. We really don't want people eating meat because it's bad for the environment. So this dollar is no good anymore. 
This is what a central bank digital currency, assuming that it's a retail-facing one, one that the consumers will use, is going to do. And oh, guess what? The New York Fed is doing a 12-week digital dollar pilot with entities including Wells Fargo, Citigroup, MasterCard, and about six others. So, Carol, they're saying that because they're not sure if they can convert uh, our system of transferring money, which doesn't involve any trucks, but the digitizing of actual physical dollars and sending them overseas in bulk, they're not sure they can work out the math on how to do that without the U.S. dollar. That sounds like the biggest bunch of bullcrap I've ever heard. They're, yeah, they're wondering I mean, if it's going to work for the data transfer. You're doing it every day now. So the, the U.S. is the leader in payments. And if you go and you look at you know, all the different, the Bank Policy Institute, all the different you know, folks who are kind of looking at policy around this, everyone's going, you know, America doesn't need this. Like, it's one thing for some you know, small country that doesn't have the infrastructure, but we have laser-fast the settlement of payments. We have laser fast transactions you know, through private entities. There is no need for this. The, the need is a want and a desire for control and power by the people who are in charge and by the people who have not been um, taking care of those dollars. And so they need a new scheme. And this is the scheme. And oh, by the way, this is how they're going to do this, Glenn. And it, my, my best guess right now, all of stuff we're seeing with the crypto woes, the FTX mm-hmm. lap, the, the, you know, the hacking, the fraud, they're going to tell you, oh, we need regulation. We need regulation around crypto because, you know, crypto is bad. Um, and they're going to regulate it and they're going to sneak in congressional approval because that's the one thing is that a central bank digital currency, the Fed does not have authorization from it. It must come from Congress. I mean, not that that stops anybody anyway, but just the Theoretically speaking, um, and so keep an eye out. Whatever bills are coming down the pike, they are going to try to stuff this in here. And this, I'm not, I'm not joking at all. I'm not. This is not hyperbole. This will be the end of economic freedom if a retail CBDC comes to fruition. Um, I, you know, I'll go a step further. I'm not saying this is the mark of the beast, but it has all of the earmarks. Um, of just not being able to live in society without it. You won't be able to do anything without it, correct? Yeah, I mean, listen, it impacts your livelihood, you know, how you get paid, how you transact. I mean, it, it is the foundation, stable money is the foundation of a stable society. Now, and people will have- say, though, Carol, that I already... I already interact with my money this way. I don't get an actual paycheck and bring it to the bank. It's digitally transferred uh, into my bank. And then I spend either a credit card or a debit card everywhere I go. I mean, I go to a gas station, I put the card in. So what's the difference? Well, you know, that you're, first of all, you're doing by choice and you have a choice of providers. 
and the providers aren't the government, <laughs> and it doesn't have the authority to come in and say, I'm sorry, you know, we're, we're just going to cut off your ability to take in money or to put out money. We're going to freeze it. I mean, think about the, the trucker convoy um, up in Canada. You know, they just froze their assets. They can do this, uh, you know, with just the flick of a switch, just, you know, one off and say, I'm sorry, that that's it. You, you, you can't, you know, we, we've abandoned, we've gotten rid of cars. We, we're not going to let you hail an Uber. We're not going to let you do this. It, you, know, you said something bad on social media. We didn't like it. So we are going to come down. This, this is a tool to get people to submit to what the government wants. And it is the ultimate bullying tactic, the ultimate control tactic to be able to control every facet of how you transact. I, I will tell you that it is um, it, it is what people will say, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. You don't have to do anything wrong. You just have to want to spend your money on hamburger as opposed to fish or bugs or whatever it is. And you just you want you want gasoline and there's a shortage and you're not part of the crew that is deemed essential. So you get no gasoline. This this is, uh, you know, everybody complains about socialized uh, or, you know, about uh, free market health care. First of all, we don't have free market health care. We haven't had free market health care in a very long time. Government is all over it. And now with Obamacare, it's worse. However, this is the point. Look at what's happening now in Canada. Canada actually said to a Canadian veteran who just needed, uh, she's like probably 40. She couldn't walk up her stairs anymore because of the pain. So she calls Veterans Affairs and they say, she said, I just want one of those chair things that go up the stairs. She said that they told her, and she's not the only one, um, we can assist you in suicide if it's just so bad. She's like, what? This yeah. is what's happening. You'll just... You'll have no options, no options. You will own nothing. They've put it out there. You will own nothing. And like you said, the, the word I wanted to key in from what you were talking about before was essential because this is what they did to us in 2020. They said some of us were essential yeah. and some of us were non-essential. So it's not like we don't have a case study that's less than a couple of years old to say that they are going to pick winners and losers. They're going to do that based on political clout and connections. And guess who's not going to be in that inner circle? Well, probably everybody listening to the program, including yeah. you and me. So yeah. this is this is a epic, epic disaster and this is something that everybody should be writing their representatives and their senators and saying absolutely not this is you know a complete affront to our freedoms um let's let's uh go into because i i want to talk to you about the farms but i want to do that in in detail and i i think we're going to have to hold you over at the at the bottom of the hour uh, to really get into that because it's so important um give me one minute and then i want to come back the Department of Labor just did something with ESG. But remember, ESG, not happening. It's a conspiracy theory. When I first started talking about ESG, how many in this audience thought this is not, it's not going to. And now have you noticed how it is everywhere? Yeah, who told you that? And more importantly, who told you that it wasn't happening? Make sure you're no longer listening or watching any of those sources. 
All right. We're going to come back. There's a new uh, Department of Labor. Uh, uh, it, it's a helper. That's all they're trying to do is just help you live. <clears throat> we'll get to that in a second. You're never more than one generation away from losing our freedoms. And uh, we are in the generation that could le- lose the freedoms. I mean, you know, I said uh, I said somewhere, someplace the other day that... Um, we're holding a losing hand politically. Politically, we're holding a losing hand. Everything is stacked against us, and we don't have our crap together and everything else. Spiritually, our hand is winning. Should we choose to pick it up? But we better choose soon, because we are losing our freedoms. And your children, my children, are going to be the ones that are either dealing with this and living under this quote, utopian, dystopian world, um, or they're free. And we need to arm them with the truth. And the way to do that is with the Tuttle Twins books. They tell fun and amazing stories all the time where they teach your kids things like how free markets work, uh, how, uh, how the country was truly founded, how big government will always become oppressive, there is a bigger need than ever for young people to rise up and say no to tyranny. This is going to fall to you. They will not learn this any place else. Now, listen, there are only a few days left to order these books before the shipping deadline. If you want to have them before Christmas, so don't wait. Call them right now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now. Order these life-changing books for all the kids in your life. This makes a great Christmas gift. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So it's really interesting uh, because the uh, central bank digital currency, the CBDC, um, the Fed coin, if you will, uh, was released and they announced that they were going to put it into trial at three o'clock in the afternoon, the day before Thanksgiving, you know, when all of us are paying attention to the news quietly. Also during the Thanksgiving week, um, the uh, department of labor finalized a rule that blows up some standard benefit plans on how to invest in your best financial future. Carol Roth joins us. What did they do, Carol? All right. So first of all, I want to say I almost missed this, Glenn. And it was one of your listeners who works in the industry who alerted this to me because they shoved it in, like you said, right before Thanksgiving. He doesn't want to be given a shout out because, (laughs) as you can can imagine why, but thank you for doing this. So basically... 50, almost 50 years ago, 1974, something called ERISA was passed, the Employee Retirement Income Security Act. It basically covers retirement plans and welfare benefit plans. And basically it says that if you are the manager or quote-unquote sponsor of a plan, you have to act, and I, this is a quote, solely in the interest, unquote, of employees and beneficiaries. So basically, in your best financial interest, if somebody's managing it, they can't put their best interest, they can't you know, do things just off the cuff, they have to say, this is going to be in your best financial interest as an okay. employee or beneficiary of the plan. Chris. Stop for a second, because I think it's important for you to understand the money that you make, that you work so hard for, 
You put it away for your retirement. You are giving it to that responsibility that somebody is going to do the best thing for you. Let's sit down and talk about your plans. What are your plans for retirement? Have you made any? Well, you better get started now. All of that crap. What they've done is taken out your best financial interest. Now, let's talk about your plan because your retirement is important to you. But, you know, there's some other things that are important to us and and other stakeholders. So we'll do our best after listening to you on what your dreams of your financial future are, but we'll balance them with the things that we all think should be done with your money. Are you out of your mind? It, it is egregious. I mean, this was this was one of those really good laws. You know, that, yeah, there, there are a few and far between, but this is a really good thing for you to have protection. So when somebody is managing your retirement funds um, in, in a plan, in a retirement plan, they have to select, monitor, and cast shareholder votes based on your best financial interest. Now, and by the way, the, the Trump administration had put extra rules in place specifically around ESG. Correct. And right. so this was done to undo that and take it a step further. So now they're saying, well, you know, you can, they can favor ESGs or something called ETIs, economically targeted investments. So you can oh, only geez. imagine what that would be. You know what ETI is? ESG, because ESG people have caught on on what it is. <laughs> so quick, let's rename it. Yes, also sustainable investing and a few other monikers to that. So basically, they're now now giving financial cover, and this, again, is now a Department of Labor rule, which needs to be challenged in the courts, saying that we no longer have to have um, your best interest if we're managing your funds at heart. We can do whatever we want. This codifies business social credit. Codifies it. If your state has not taken on E, S, and G, if they haven't done all three, then you need to either move or start a movement that gets your state to take action. No liberal state is going to take action on ESG. But I'm telling you, it is the end. This this goes hand in hand with the Fed coin, this they are building structure where they take things from you and do things they want to do, not necessarily what you want to do or what are in your best interests. They're extracting wealth. They're extracting freedoms. They're doing it for their benefit and against yours. And funny enough, Glenn, that the Department of Labor's own website super out of date. Their, their last statistics for, were from 2013. Go figure. Oh but my gosh. Then, so I, I can only imagine they've grown since then. But we're talking about 141 million workers. And at that time, again, it should be higher now, $7.6 trillion in assets that were covered by this. So this isn't just a small thing. This is the bulk of the wealth of the American people. And look at what's going to happen. Those people are going to lose their retirement, which will, or piece, you know, pieces of it, possibly. Uh, and they will look to the government to fund their retirement even more. This is insanity. It is a rat trap. The Glenn Beck Program. 
Well, it's Christmas and the holiday season, and that means it's time for gift giving, parties, friends, and family. Getting compliments, of course, everywhere you go because you look younger thanks to GenuCell. GenuCell is the best in skincare, and from now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is seventy percent off right now at GenuCell.com/back. You treat yourself uh, or a loved one. I mean, if you're going to give a gift, this is an easy way to get it all out of the way all at once. Go to GenuCell. Uh, you, people can lose the forehead wrinkle, wrinkles, the fine lines, the skin redness, the pesky bags and puffiness, even a sagging jawline. They can disappear right before your eyes with Jenny Cell's most popular collection. Anything? I don't know. I believe that. I mean, that kind of sounds crazy. Well, uh, they guarantee results. So it's no risk at all. With its immediate effects, you can see results in, a less, in as little as 12 hours or your money back. And included in most uh, popular packages is a free skin hydration serum that will help you restore your appearance as well. Visit GenuCell.com slash Beck. Enter the special code Beck. Get 10% off your entire order now. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. A great gift for the holidays. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10% off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome. Glad you're here. Um, We want to talk to you about a couple of things today still coming up on the program. I had a podcast over the weekend with Chloe Cole. She is somebody that 11 decided she was in the wrong body and doctors went along with it. Didn't do any kind of psychological testing or even any real questions. Uh, They just cut off her breast at 15, stopped her, uh, stopped her, uh, her hormones at i think 12 so she had a lot going for her then um after her breasts are cut off and she's maturing she realizes what a mistake this is i i i wasn't i wasn't in the wrong body i was a kid that was 11 and i was i was looking at the changes to my body and everything else in a radically different way and nobody helped her it's an amazing story that if you have uh, kids or teenagers, you need to watch this uh, and possibly watch it with them. You can find it on my YouTube page now. Just go to YouTube.com slash Glenn and you'll see a detransitioner exposes dark world of gender affirming care. It is something that everybody in this audience, if you struggle on how do I talk to my kids about this, this answers that. Um, you will, you'll love it. And you can also find it on blaze TV. Use the promo code, uh, Glenn and save 10% on your subscription. Stu, did you have something you wanted to say? Uh, I would love to, uh, talk a little bit about, uh, a couple of things. Okay. Well, you save them cause I'm sure they're, I mean, the way you tell stories is just amazing. And I want to savor that. Thanks. Let, let me, let me up. honor your, uh, your request as you were out of things to say there. And, and no, I and, wasn't, I was going to turn to Carol. You just looked up at the screen. Like you're going to talk now. I, I need to say something, Glenn. It's important. Oh, I, I looked up on the screen on a radio show. Gee, Glenn, that's a good thing to tell the audience. Mr. Radio Man, Hall of Fame. I hate you so Do we have much. a sounder? Do we have I don't even know. How, how have we been together? I mean, I don't like we've I've been together. And there you have it. Another example of why Glenn Beck is in the Radio Hall of Fame. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, I've been I've been with you, my office wife, longer than I've been with my wife. 
and I don't know why we've never talked about divorce. But let's <laughs> let's go to Carol Roth. Um, hi, Carol. <laughs> so for some extra good news and to bring you into this little squabble, let's bring you yeah. Carol. <laughs> um, so uh, the nice thing is um, when Stu and I fight, you know, people are like you guys, do you guys get along? No, we never have. No. We never oh. liked each other. So there's no damage to be done. <laughs> um, so, so Carol, um, let's talk about what's happening in the Netherlands. I, you, we, we've already just this hour covered the Fed digital coin. We showed you what the Department of Labor has just done to your retirement funds. You better check that out. Um, and now let me tell you, this is my biggest worry because this is going to be a massive problem that could make Mao's five-year plan look like kindergarten. Yeah, so, I mean, we talked about if you control the money, you control the people. But if you control the food, you control the people. So if you look at the Netherlands, it might be surprising to a lot of people that they are the second largest food exporter in the world Shocking. behind the United States. I, I was Shocking. surprised to learn that over the last couple of years. I guess yeah. something on the order of 4 million cows, 13 million pigs, 104 million chickens a year. Um, they're Europe's biggest meat exporter. They provide vegetables to much of Western Europe. So th this is a farming juggernaut. Um, a few years ago, you started getting protests, I think around 2019 in the Netherlands, because in the name of being good for the environment, cutting pollutants and emissions, the government said, you know, we're going to have to start paring back some of this farming. So farmers, some of you, were, you know, we're going to have to cut down what you're doing, and some of you are going to put out of business altogether. So obviously that didn't go over really well with the farmers. We've seen the protests. Obviously they escalated a little bit earlier this year. We saw that on the news. Um, but this has a major impact for the global food supply, given the fact that they are that number two largest food exporter. Now, here's where the story gets weird. The <laughs> Netherlands Prime Minister, yeah, like, like that wasn't weird, right? Yeah, like that was, yeah. <laughs> so the Prime Minister, Mark Ruta, is a, you want to fill in the brag? Would you, do you know who he's associated with? Do you, do you want to just guess? Uh, no, um, I'm going to go way out on a limb. World Economic Forum? Ah, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, we have yeah. fabulous prizes for you. Yeah, so mm -hmm. he is a, a member, a frequent collaborator, and he has been involved in a number of things. In 2021, the government of the Netherlands, the World Economic Forum, and a few other public and private sector entities launched a food innovation hub to help transform the food ecosystem. And this is, hang on, Carol, before you go on, this is something I barely touched on in my book, The Great Reset. By the way, we have part two, all of the technology and everything else that's coming. Um, it will be releasing it after the first of the year. We've been working all year on that one. Um, but I've been talking about the food thing uh, as I think the biggest threat to all of us because this leads to global starvation you are yeah. messing with the number two food producer of the world and it's coming here it already is making its mark here and in canada when yeah. you when you say and and this is their actual um their actual quote from the world economic forum 
We will redesign how we produce and consume food from seed to fork. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. They have an initiative that surprisingly not enough people have been talking about. It's called the Food Action Alliance and their mission to reshape the way we think, produce, supply, and consume food. Anytime you hear reshape, redesign, rethink, it's like 99 out of 100 times the World Economic Forum. And for most of the world, I mean, we've been trending in the right direction in terms of global starvation and making sure that people are appropriately fed. It's working pretty well until we get the WAF guys involved here. And if you take a step back, you know, you talked about the U.S. and, and, and Canada Think about Sri Lanka and what we've, we've seen here in, in the recent past. You know, they were supposed to be this model ESG, model WEF uh, country. And they, they, so- they, let me hang on. Let me fill in that blank. In my book, The Great Reset, we talk about it and say yeah. Sri Lanka was held up as the WEF's own example. What we're doing in Sri Lanka, we will do for the rest of the world and watch us and how this thing just takes off. Well, what happened to Sri Lanka? Yeah, well, you know, amongst other things, they banned chemical fertilizers, and they ended up with the first time in modern history with a food crisis and a complete economic collapse. Um, You know, obviously a huge, huge issue that we watched happen real time this year based on them trying to be this this model uh, country, like you said, and their environmental score, by the way, was off the charts. Like it was in the like mid to high 90s. They were very good. Yeah, very good. So, like, you know, it's great for the environment when nobody can eat, Glenn. I mean, that's right. I mean, it's so, so sinister. So you've got the Netherlands, this, the prime minister who's tied in and is working hand in hand. And this is the second largest food exporter in the world, which means it not only impacts their population, although since they're in control, it probably won't as much, but certainly food for the rest of the world. And as you see them pushing the bugs and the crickets and, you know, all these other weird things, um, you know, at some point, you know, when you, the same names pop up over and over again, you go, oh, you know, maybe that's a coincidence the first couple of times. But when it happens like hundreds of times, it is no longer a coincidence. This is deliberate. So um, how long do you think this is going to take before Europe really feels the impact? The farmers have been protesting now for almost a year. Now the government has come in and said, you'll either comply or we'll buy your farm from you. And if you won't sell the farm, we'll just take it from you. Um, So now the government gets into farming, which I don't know if most people know this, but they're not farmers, they're politicians. Uh, And I don't really want to depend on all the food my lawyer can make um, and grow. But how long before this really hits um, Europe? Because Europe is already in trouble with fuel and cold and uh, heat. They're in real trouble. Yeah, completely self-inflicted as well. And I think it just depends on how quickly 
they push this and how much the people have are fighting back. I mean, it sounds, you know, we, we've seen, you know, the amazing farmers in the Netherlands that create, they're being create, courageous and brave and they are pushing back and saying, this is not acceptable. And so, you know, that, how that battle plays out, you know, I'm, I'm a good prognosticator. I'm not that good, um, but it's something to watch. And oh, by the way, this whole idea of taking farmland out of use and conserving it you know where else they're doing that? They're doing that here in the United States. The Biden administration is paying farmers to take away farmland and to, to have it and put it into conservation and stop it from being used in farming. Well, that's what's happening all through um, the, um, the West, especially the Mountain West. They are yep. gobbling up land like crazy. And then you just can't use that land anymore. Um, I know I have a ranch and I have... I have 1,100 acres that my my cattle can go graze on. Well, after grazing there all summer, they need a little bit more land from time to time. And so they'll go up, you know, onto BLM land, Bureau of Land Management, which, by the way, you never want those. You never want people in Washington to be your neighbors. They're the <laughs> worst neighbors. They never take care of the land. It's horrible. But you can graze on that BLM land. Well, they're taking, not in my case, but in many cases, they're taking that BLM land back. Well, now the farmer doesn't have enough uh, uh, square acres for the amount of cows, meaning you're going to have a shortage of meat. And all of this is intentional. All of it. It is. And so you have to keep an eye on that and who's buying up land and who's buying up water. I mean, this is, you know, you talked about your upcoming book project, which I'm so excited about. Um, I have one that is upcoming as well. So a lot of things, (laughs) the only reason I know about it is because I've been doing this deep dive. um, And it is utterly frightening because, you know, the other thing that you need that if you're going to have uh, agriculture is you need water. And now uh, Wall Street and, you know, the powers that be are trying to get into financializing water as well. So water rights, land, um, you know, all these things. This is a global issue. This is going to impact the global food supply. And, you know, this is really, really scary stuff. If you think back to times when there has been mass starvation in, you know, communists and, and socialist countries, yep. a lot of times it wasn't even that there wasn't enough food being produced. It was just that the intermediaries were screwing up the system so much it couldn't get to where it needed to go. Now we're talking about actually screwing up how much is being produced. Um, I, I cannot think of anything that's a parallel in modern time. It's, it's just the, completely it's, frightening. The arrogance, Carol, is beyond imagination for you to say, I, uh, I and a group of experts all around the world, we're going to get together and we're going to show the farmers a new way to plant, feed, water and grow. Then we're going to teach all the manufacturers and the canners and everything else what they have to do a totally new way. Then we're going to have a new distribution system. So we're going to tell the trucking and, and everything else. And then we're going to tell the supermarkets exactly what they have to do. And then we're going to work on the consumer and tell them what they have to do. The arrogance of taking something that has, has built over thousands of years and say, you're going to change it, all of it from seed to fork in the next eight years is um, is beyond. I mean, it, 
I would say it's suicidal, but they'll live. The rest yeah. of us. It is maniacal. It, uh, Carol it is Roth, maniacal. thank you so much. I appreciate it. Carol Roth, by the way, you can find her uh, book is The War on Small Business and also carolroth.com slash Glenn. Go there now. Um, she'll answer your questions on this program if you just want to write to her. Uh, but you can read all of her articles there or at uh, theblaze.com. All right. Um, our sponsor. Our sponsor this half hour is Real Estate Agents I Trust. Um, I just saw another uh, thing in the um, in the news today. By the way, you can get all of the news that I use to prep this program. Um, usually it's anywhere between 40 and 60 stories a day. You can get all of those. Um, it is the best way to start your day at glenbeck.com, and it is free. But in today's newsletter, you will see something that um, – they're warning that um, real estate soon is going to take a nosedive about 20%. Now, if it's only 20%, that's not bad. How are you going to sell your house if you have to sell your house and things are falling apart, you know, with the economy? How are you going to sell your house if, uh, you know, interest rates are 7%? Right now, you can get a good deal they're around the high fives right now. So you need a team around you. If you're buying or selling, you need a team. You need somebody who knows something about financing. You need somebody who knows something about selling a house, advertising a house for sale. Uh, you need somebody that uh, can fix a house, can look at the new house. You got to have a team. That team should be head, headed by your real estate agent. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com, a free service to you, and find the right one for you. realestateagentsitrust.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Next hour, we're going to talk to you about Planned Parenthood and what they've just uh, said. They the Children are born sexual, and that's why we need sex education in kindergarten. My gosh, these people are relentless, and they will not stop until they've the corrupted all of our children.